We've got another episode coming for you. We appreciate you guys tuning in a couple extra times a week, and we really appreciate our guests that have been on the show. If you're a new time listener, check us out. Subscribe. We're Oddity Files, the podcast, and we bring you creepy, cryptid, otherworldly stories that we find on the internet. We have a huge library to go back and binge on. We appreciate your time. Remember, stay safe, stay healthy. Weird is the new cool and ghost on. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. I have another dear friend of mine that I don't see nearly enough, Dustin Perry, and you may know him from Ghost Hunters, but you should know him from Twitter and his Hey Got a Minute series on YouTube. This man is more inspirational than you ever could have imagined in your entire life. Dustin, welcome to the show. Hey, good to be here. So um, go ahead and tell our listeners a little bit about your Hey, Got a Minute series. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, mostly known for the paranormal stuff, but the uh, the motivational work came as, as a byproduct of that. And um, yeah, I'm just out there trying to help people out. And, you know, I, I've always been putting out motivational, you know, things on Twitter and, and Facebook and such. And my books have a lot of that type of stuff in there. But I wanted to make a, a fun little video series. Um, and, and if I want to do anything, I have to be entertained by it as well, you know. And so I made this series where every day of the week has its, its own little theme, you know, like this melodic Monday where we talk about like a music lyric and I dress up as like one of the Beatles or Elvis or like some hair band. <laughs> and Techno Tuesday, I like wear like ski goggles and there's blinking lights and I yell about how like technology is separating us from each other. And it, it just goes on and on like that. And we did one series uh, two years ago. We did 60 episodes and people seem to like them. So we did another 60 batch that just uh, wrapped up this year so we have over 120 of those on there and then we have uh, a bunch of my videos from my lecture series uh magical mystery box motivational lectures and stuff and uh, they're all fun you know I, I try to keep them short like two to three minutes tops you know because we're, we're a fast-paced uh, society everyone's busy everyone's doing things and uh that's why hey get them and it came together because it's like let me just give people a little something maybe you know to, to make them think and stop and, and pause for a moment you know and everybody needs a little bit of that in your life. So tell me a little bit about your lecture series. I've not been able to make one yet, but I, I see you promoting it often on Twitter. Tell me a little bit about that. You go to schools and libraries and things like that. Mm-hmm. I stay very busy doing these kind of things. Um, and I'm really thankful for it. You know, in addition to the day job, I'm a regular on all the lecture circuits uh, in the fall, you know, all the paranormal ones and all the different um, casinos and, and expos and stuff across the country. And then in New England, um, I do a series of library lectures and some of them are paranormal and some are motivational. Um, even my paranormal lectures have a lot of motivational moments in there. You know, a lot of things to make people think because I talk about spirits and about how we're all spirits going through this human existence and, you know, what's put upon us really to look out for each other and to lift each other up all the time. So, so that's important and that's in there and um but yeah i do i do a bunch of different motivational lectures and uh i one of my favorite ones is called the magical mystery box and uh my wife refers to it uh i want to say lovingly but i think that's the wrong term but uh, <laughs> she refers to it as my big box of crap but i have this box <laughs> and um i've got all kinds of like just weird trinkets and things in there and i put new ones in all the time and change them up and each one has a story and the idea came from, I remember being a kid, and remember back in school, kids, where we had like the, the arrow or the troll book forms, and you could get the pick a path, like choose your own adventure book? Yeah. And so I was like, I want to make a lecture where it's not the same for me all the time. And listen, I love the people that come to my paranormal lectures and stuff, but come October 30th, because I don't work Halloween, come October 30th, and I've been doing one of those every night since sometime in mid-September, 
I know where every joke falls. I never have to look at the <laughs> slides again. Like, and I'm glad, and, and I'm, you know, it's, it's a new show for everybody every night, but I started to understand why bands want to play their new material. Um, <laughs> and also why nobody wants to hear the new material. They still want to talk about, you know, the time I got knocked down and left castle. Like, okay, I'll tell you that one again. But um, the, the magical mystery box is a choose your own adventure lecture. And I invite people from the from the audience, from the schools, from the libraries, wherever it is. I've done corporate events and I invite people up to choose something out of the box. And we talk a little bit why they chose it, you know, and sometimes it actually coincides with the story. And I tell the story of what that object represents. And then we go on to the next person and we don't get through the whole box. And um, it's it's never the same lecture twice. I never know what items coming up next, so it's fun for me as a as a presenter and entertainer. And uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. So I, I love doing that kind of stuff, and I'm looking forward to get back on the road and doing those things. And in the meantime, I'm writing new material and doing all my things here too. So we got a lot going on. That's awesome. That is genius, by the way. That way, you're not feeling like. You know, you're not giving your best performance because you feel like you're just reciting it. Well done, sir. Well, thank you very much, my lady. I wouldn't be a very good motivational speaker if I was bored with the presentation, you know? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You're into the paranormal, just like everybody who's listening to this right now. I'm sure they would recognize your face if they could see it right now from the Ghost Hunter series. Um, I have I have a pop question for you. It just kind of popped into my head. I'm going to throw it out there. Okay. If you could meet... One famous dead person as a spirit, who would it be? I think I know who it is. Elvis Presley. I knew it. (laughs) (laughs) I love the king. I'm sitting here in my office. I have a big oil painting of the king that my my godfather had given to my dad when I was like maybe five or six years old. And it hung in the walls of our apartment. And dad would just over the road trucker. And dad would come back from being on the road. And where it once hung in the bedroom, mom moved it to the hallway. Mom moved it to the entryway. <laughs> and um, a couple of years back, um, my dad gave me the photo. It was a big moment. It was a big family moment. He gave me the, the painting of Elvis. And uh, now he hangs in my office because my wife won't let me hang it anywhere else. <laughs> so it's really it's well done. Velvet, Elvis, no, is it? no, it's a nice oil painting. It's 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 based on one of the uh, the album covers, and it's beautiful. He's got the white jumpsuit on. There's even there's even little little like um little like shiny little fake jewels in the ring. It's amazing. I love it. I oh, sit here and look at the yeah. king. We we have a moment together, like every once in a while. It's great. So, what would you ask the spirit of Elvis if you came across him? Oh man, I don't know. There's so much I want to talk about, you know, like it's just this, he's such an icon, you know, I, I, I probably want to talk food with him because it seemed like that was a real good passion, you know, like I'm asking for his peanut butter nanner sandwich recipe. Yeah, exactly. I want to, because I got up last night, well, last night was a, was a crazy night, Kitsy. I'm like, I, listen, drink responsibly, but sometimes you need a little something, you know, and I just, during the quarantine, even though I'm an essential worker going to work every day, uh, my, my, my schedule is not what it normally is. Like I go in when I want, like around nine and I leave around three, you know, so I'm not working yeah. like eight to 10 hour days like normal. So um, I'm catching up on some things that I always wanted to do, but I never had the time, you know, and it's like stupid things. Like I've never seen game of Thrones. So I said, I'm going to stop <gasps> watching game of Thrones. So now I'm like season five, I think. And like, I watch like four or five episodes a day at night, okay. I'm up to like three or four in the morning. It's amazing. The writing is so good. So last night as I'm watching it, I'm like, man, they're always drinking wine. I, I haven't had wine in a long time, you know, like I drink rum, like during my little interviews and stuff, but 
take a little walk at night. But I was like, I'm going to go get some wine. And nobody else wanted wine. So I drank. This is not a proud moment. But between somewhere between the hours of 10 o'clock and 3 a.m., I drank an entire bottle of red wine and ate a chocolate, hollow chocolate Easter bunny. <laughs> you are my kind of people, Dustin. <laughs> like, what happened to me? But it was wonderful. It was a great night. And there was blood everywhere yeah. on the TV from Game of Thrones. Oh, it sounds it magical. But then when I was all done, I was ready for bed. I went downstairs and I made a peanut butter and a banana sandwich. And um, yeah, but I don't think I do it quite like the king does, but it was great. Oh, that is that is a beautiful story, sir. I cannot thank you <laughs> for that enough. I completely forgot we were talking about peanut butter and banana sandwiches right. because there was wine and chocolate. Yeah, it all comes back home. That's the art of good storytelling, Kitsy. That's what we do with the lectures all the time. It's also because I have ADD and get off topic, but then find my way back home. I was literally going to say, well, thank God you don't have ADHD like I do because we'd have never gotten back to the original subject. I may have it. I don't know. I don't sit still long enough for them to test me for any of these things. I call it self-diagnosed ADHD with a lot of OCD mixed in and my life is miserable. (laughs) That's why I drink wine. (laughs) That's all right. We all get to have some, somebody at uh, actually at one of Amy Bruni's events um, a couple of years ago, um, saw me, saw me do the lecture and she came up and asked me about ADD and ADHD. I'm like, Oh no, like I did the same thing. Like, you know, probably. And she's like, I've got something that can help you with that. I'm like, I don't want any help with it. I'm this, this is how the genius works. I think if we start tinkering with what's under the yeah. hood, we're going to, I don't want to screw this up. This is how we work. You know, I wouldn't be nearly as interesting if I took drugs for it. That's no. for sure. Yeah, this is a natural, complete, I fell down 32 <laughs> slate stairs when I was a kid and cracked my head open. And so I oh, think, shit. yeah, like right down the middle. Like, I mean, thankfully I didn't crack the front up too bad where I was still, you know, nice enough to be put on reality television. But I mean, mostly, <laughs> mostly we film in the dark anyway. So it's a very small criteria, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I cracked it right down the middle. They put me back together, but I don't think it's ever been right since. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, for all the concussions I had as a a child, I think you've just explained my life. So I appreciate (laughs) that. So um, are you still getting out there and investigating? I think I've seen you doing some events where people can come and investigate with you, correct? Oh, yeah, yeah. I do the event circuit. And then, yeah, I do some of the guest investigations and those kind of things. Um, But then locally, you know, Rhode Island, Mass, Connecticut, uh, my buddy uh, Cody Desmian, he was on the TAPS home team for years. Um, He and I... um, still go out and investigate locally just like homes and things like small cases and stuff and um you know we just kind of do it that way but uh yeah i'm still very much involved and i still love all the stuff and i love going out on the road and doing these things and and um it's so crazy like like spring going by so fast i'm like pretty soon it'll be halloween and i'm like super excited for it you've had all this time to to rest and relax and then boom right into it again yeah it's gonna be great i've got new lecture material coming up and i redecorated my office i've got everything it looks like haunted mansion like exploded on one wall i think i spent all my money on disney merchandise but i'm happy with it so that's okay (laughs) no literally the last time i was at disney it was right before everything went down i think it was in february I literally bought everything Haunted Mansion I yeah. could find. I have Haunted Mansion wallpaper leggings. I have nice. a ridiculously expensive Dooney and 
Burke, I think it is, backpack, and I just couldn't stop myself. It's so amazing. Yeah, I'll um I'll, when we're uh, when we're all done, I'll send you a photo later and show you because it's it's really crazy. But yeah, you go to that Memento Mori store, and it's like mm. I guess I guess I'll just give you my credit card and just ship this stuff to my house. Or you just ding the wristband on the thing. It's not right. real money. No, right? my God, <laughs> I didn't realize that when I came home because we go like every January, and I didn't realize until like three days that I was home this year that I was still wearing the magic band. <laughs> It's like, oh, this doesn't work anymore. I can't go to Dunkin' with this in the morning. Oh, man. So, Dustin, I this is the question I ask all, you know, the, the, the paranormal celebrities, if you will. What got you into this in the first place? So my story starts with a, um, a shadow figure when I was about nine years old. And uh, I was very much an, an OCD kind of kid. Like, every night I would make my... Um, I'd make uh, rigatoni pasta with white butter, and I'd cook it al dente, and then I'd get into bed, and I'd watch uh, reruns of Star Trek, and I would eat that, and then I'd, sometimes I'd have some bacon with it. It was wonderful. And then I, w- I would get all nice and comfortable in bed and relax and get ready for sleep. And one night, there was the shadow figure, um, unbeknownst to me at the time what the heck it was. I just yeah. look up, and in the doorway, and there's this six-foot-tall outline of a human being but what looks like gray like gas vapors inside it and the light behind it's on the hallway light is on my parents are just beyond that hallway in the living room and i am like scared to death and i i pull the covers over my head and i say my prayers and i never want to see it again and um well i lived there until i was 17 and i never did see it again but that planted that seed in my head i wanted to know more about these things you know i already had a natural uh love for halloween in the fall and everything and and now I wanted to know. I was like, wait, I just saw something. I have no explanation for it. And, um, you know, being uh, being as young as I am, you know, I was around before the Internet. So I went to the local library and I got, you know, the New England, like, haunted legend stories and uh, Hans Holzer books and those kind of things. And um, that's how this whole crazy thing began. And I still love it so much. And now it's fun being a father. And, you know, my daughter's, um, daughter's going to be 13 soon. And uh, she's always been interested in this stuff. And, you know, oh, I'd good. come home and play EVPs for it. And then she'd bring her school friends over. She'd like, Daddy, play the EVP of that little girl. I'm like, no, we can't play that for random kids. Like, we don't know what their <laughs> what their parents think or anything. Like, I don't want to scare anybody. Like, they might not get it like you do, you know? Not so, until they sign, their parents sign this release for me. Yeah, we get a waiver, me. yeah. It was, <laughs> this is one of my favorite things, Kitsy. She comes home one day with one of her little school friends, like early elementary, and I'm sitting on the couch like it's Sunday. I'm like watching NASCAR. I'm working on my 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 lecture stuff. I'm on the computer, and she brings this little girl over, and she says, "This is my dad." And I'm waiting for her to say he was on Ghost Hunters or something like that because she does yeah. that, you know. Okay. Um, until I told her not to, I was like, "We don't need to talk about that." But instead, she goes, "He cried during Wreck It Ralph." <laughs> Oh, and I just was like, and the girl just looked at me like you buffoon and walked away. And I, just, <laughs> I did too, Dustin. But I cried during I cried during Wreck It Ralph. I cried during Wreck It Ralph too. Like anything about I, I think that every that show, Disney movie gets me. Oh, it's like did, they have yeah. this algorithm, right? You know it's coming, but you don't know why it's, you're going to cry. But you're already feeling like you're going to like Coco. Yeah, I was watching on an international flight to London. <laughs> And I'm sitting there. We got an up, like a super cheap upgrade to first class, which that's the only nice. way to go to London. Yeah, for sure. But I'm blubbering like an idiot with my, you know, <laughs> my mimosa in my hand at the end of this movie, hoping to God nobody saw me. I, I wasn't expecting it. I hadn't watched a Pixar, Pixar movie in a, a hot minute, but 
See, now I've got uh, a grandson who's four. So Pixar is back in serious rotation. In this oh, yeah, house. for sure. Did you watch Onward, the new one, Onward? Oh, it was so good. I really loved it. Like the whole idea about how like we're all – because I look at them like I really do feel like we're all magical creatures. We all have incredible abilities. But because like now our phone does everything for us, we don't do anything. Like I mean working in healthcare, right? Like every day I have to go in. Now I call 30 to 60 patients every day to reschedule the the appointments, you know, so that when, mm-hmm. when, when my front desk staff comes back, when we reopen, they're not inundated with all these calls. So I'm, every day I call at least 30 to 60 people and I'll tell them, okay, so your new appointment is going to be, you know, May, you know, 15th at three o'clock. Okay. So can you email me that? I'm like, I'm telling you right now, your, your appointment is, you know, May 15th, three o'clock. Well, can you text it to me? Like, can't you just write it down? Like, can you take like just one little bit of responsibility for yourself? Find a pen. <laughs> yeah, it's like my God, or just like type it in your phone now. Like, dear God, and like we've become so dependent on all the stuff that we yeah. can't do anything ourselves, and we there's no responsibility anymore. None. It drives me crazy. None. None. So, but I I am on my phone twenty four seven, and I, I I always say I'm Alzheimer's years old because I I feel like I can't remember that kind of stuff anymore. But I think it's just yeah. because it's always in my hand i don't have to right yeah for sure we've become weakened by it because it's always there so it's always done for us now it's crazy it really is absolutely did you see disney's coming out with a a a, a pixar's coming out with a new movie about ghosts no i did not you know what it's called soul it's got like jamie fox in it and tina fey i mean some really big names and at first i was like "Ooh, look at disney and then they played the trailer for Onward. Yeah. And then Frozen 2 was all about the witchy stuff. Right. Disney's got <laughs> going on. Yeah, they're, they're getting into it. That's good. It was funny. We were watching, um, I think it was Saturday morning. I was making breakfast, and the little one was on the couch, and I could see the TV, and I had Disney Plus on. And um, we were watching some of the, you know, the old cartoons and uh, she put on the the mickey and the lonesome ghost i'm like oh this was this was like this you know that's like that's like the stuff that got me into this when i was a kid like watching those oh, yeah. like, man it's so good to see that again no it's still out there you know mine was legit scooby-doo scooby-doo was great for oh, sure. my God. and then i used to love when they had like the musical guests and some one of my favorite my favorite ones still to this day was mama cass from the mamas and the papas with the um yes. chocolate vanilla and strawberry phantoms in the like, ice cream and candy factory like just fantastic it's like everything i loved in one episode it was so great <laughs> So great. Oh, so, I mean, I could sit here and talk to you for hours. I'm not going to lie, but I want to make sure you get everything out there that you need to get out. Oh, I appreciate it, Jared. Yeah, I just, you know, I'm just trying to encourage people to just keep moving forward with anything, you know, and I think a lot of people, and, and let me tell you, I'm going crazy with the, the, like, I don't like television as it is, uh, but like every time, like I walk by, like, you know, if I'm not watching Game of Thrones on demand, every time I walk by, there's a commercial about in these troubled times, we are I here know. for you. I'm like, please stop with the 30 second loop of BS followed by the 15 minutes of what you want me to buy. Like, just don't try to, to sugarcoat it. Just just give me like I would just give me like a dancing lizard. Tell me to buy insurance. That's fine. Stop like trying <laughs> to like pander to the current situation. Like a real, I worked in television for years. I worked for CBS. I worked for Fox. I worked for uh, an advertising company. So I know how all of it works. And it just makes me sick. Like, that's why I don't do it anymore. It's just so frustrating yeah. to me, you know? And like, I just want to tell people, like, yeah, like, 
obviously it's a difficult time and we're all going through some things and we're all going to, you know, unfortunately we're going to lose a lot of people and it's, it's not to, uh, to, to mitigate or downplay the loss because I think it's awful that they put up that death count and you see that number going higher yeah. and higher. Yeah. And you start to, you stop thinking that these numbers are actual people, you know? And so I think it's important exactly. to remember the, um, Remember the humanity of it. Know that it, it sucks and we're going to suffer loss and, and it's difficult. Um, but for those of us that get through this, the message I think that's most important is we look at the virus, right? Look at how it spreads from person to person and look at how it went from one little place and one little marketplace or lab or wherever in China and it goes all over the world, right? And if negativity, if viruses and things that can kill us can spread in that way – why can't kindness and love and thoughtfulness spread that way? It's all the same fabric of the universe. We're all woven so close together. Why can't we think about this in a way that we can do something positive with it when this is all over and we come out on the other side? If we're all this closely linked that one little virus can spread from person to person all over the globe, there's no reason that we can't spread kindness and love and thoughtfulness. And, and we're going to get through it. And when we get through it, we need to be careful not to forget about that and, and not yeah. to forget about how important each other, uh, each one of us is to each other, you know? And if you had posted that on Twitter, I would have posted the GIF for preach. Preach, brother. <laughs> Very well said. Very well said. Where can our listeners find you online? I know you've got a Twitter. Do you have any other of those cool little social things? Yeah, I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. Everything's usually just Dustin Perry. Like, however you're going to put it in, that's what you'll get. Um, but if you go to my website, which is DustinPerry.com, and uh, it's P-A-R-I, and uh, DustinPerry.com, you can go on there, and you can get links to all my upcoming events and everything, which we will still be doing at some point. I believe in that. I'll be back on the road seeing everybody. You'll see that. You'll see all my books are on there. We've got five books so far. I'm writing some more now. They're paranormal. They're motivational. They're a lot of fun. Oh, wow. um, so there's a lot of stuff out there. And then, yeah, if you go over to youtube.com slash Justin Perry, you can see all my uh, my motivational videos. And hey, get a minute. It's a really good time. None of them have gone viral yet because I'm not like a teenage girl doing makeup tutorials for two hours. But <laughs> if you have two or three minutes to spare and you want to have a laugh and, and maybe find a little something to talk about, um, yeah, check it out. So what he's saying is share and retweet those, please. But yes. real quick, tell me about your books. Oh, yeah. So we've got a bunch of – I did some Paranormal Ones with Barry Fitzgerald back when I was on GHI. And um – and I really enjoyed doing that kind of stuff, you know. And then I did a solo book called What's Next, which was a, a short, quick, easy read uh, that I wrote when I left Ghost Hunters International. And it was a story about trying to get my own show on the air. And, and it's, it's motivational in the way that's behind the scenes of the shows and encouraging people to let go of what they have and to reach out for what's next. Because at the time, although I'm so thankful for all the opportunities I've had with the shows and the people and the support me and love me, I was not happy at the end of my time with GHI only because not because of the show or the people, but because I missed being home. I missed being with my family, oh, yeah. you know, and um, I had to leave something that was successful at the time and reached out in faith to try to find what was next to my own life. So that's what's in there. And then I did a book called And the Devil Shivered that has nothing to do with the devil, but it's a, it's a <laughs> lyric from an old Willie Nelson song about life on the road. And um, I wrote every day for an entire year, ended up being the last season of Ghost Hunters. So there's behind the scenes stuff, there's personal stories, 
and lots of musical content and lyrics and things in there. So I, I really love that book. And then the last one I did was called Kaleidoscope Fragments of My Life. And it's got stories that I've been compiling from when I was a kid. Um, and all the way up to modern day, little smatterings of poetry, behind the scenes stories of the show, motivational stories. There's a story about a duck that I met in a gift shop in New Hampshire when I was like a little kid. And I never <laughs> forget that duck. He played the piano. God rest his soul. I loved him. And uh, <laughs> There's a lot of nonsense, but I think there's a lot of good stuff in there, you know, and I think that's yeah. what I love the most about life, Kitsy, is that it's difficult. It sucks sometimes, but those struggles that we all go through, those little fragments, there's a commonality that we all share in that. And somehow there's some beauty and some hope in that to know that none of us get out unscathed. It's not easy, but damn it, it's worth it. Amen. Well said, sir. I, I And they can find those books at your website, correct? That's correct. Yep. DustinPerry.com. It's got them all. It'll take you over to Amazon. You can get paperbacks or eBooks. Ooh, eBooks. I might mm -hmm. have to check that out. Very cool. Thank well, you. I so appreciate you doing this. This was just, I needed this just to sit and kind of, for lack of a better term, shoot the shit. <laughs> well, thank you, sir. I appreciate you. Yeah, it was a good time for sure. Oddity Files is an independent production. Intro music created by DJ Jimmy. Wah, wah. 2020 artwork created by me, Kitsy Duncan. The opinions expressed in this podcast are ours and ours alone. Well, maybe yours too. If you like the show and would like to support us, visit oddityfiles.com and click on support or go to patreon.com slash oddityfiles. Every little bit helps with both the podcast and the TV show. You can also support us by watching Oddity Files on Amazon Prime. It's free to Prime members and dirt cheap to those who aren't. You can find us on all the social media sites at Oddity Files. Keep spreading the word by sharing, retweeting, and reposting. Join our Oddity Files Facebook group by searching Oddity Files Fan Group and click join. We'll approve you as soon as we can. All weirdos are welcome. Not into that social media stuff? Tell your coworkers, family, even the weird guy who just won't stop talking to you in line for coffee. Oh, and grandma. Your grandma will love us. We appreciate each and every one of you. And if it weren't for you, we have no idea what we would do with our lives. If you have a story you'd like to submit, send it on in at oddityfilescrew at gmail.com. Also, send in story ideas, silly, weird memes, or just positive vibes to oddityfilescrew at gmail.com. You can also call in and leave that in a voicemail. Call us at 317-300-6699. To contact us about an appearance, reach out at kitsy at oddityfiles.com. When you have a sec, rate, review, and subscribe. We know it doesn't sound like much, but it really helps us get up there on the podcasting charts. And remember, kids, weird is the new cool. Ghost on. Um, why are you still here? Go on. Get out of here. Turn it off. It's done. Really? I swear. Go. Get. Serious. I'm out of here. I'm out of here.